I hear a lot of talk about potential. And it's one of those words that has a positive connotation, and it should, because it is a positive word. But here's the one thing you need to know. If you don't hear anything else I say on this episode, you need to know this about potential. It is a possibility. Potential is not a guarantee. Another week here on the mentality of success. Yes. And some of you might be wondering as you listen to this through your headphones or your radio, Joshua, who got you smiling like that, bro? Well, it's Wednesday that has me smiling like this because I'm so excited to have have you all here for another week. Uh, I appreciate you all so much. And honestly, I'm also excited about today's topic, one of my favorite conversation topics. But I don't know, man. It's feeling good. It's a good Wednesday. I hope you're having a great week thus far or whatever day you're listening to this. Not all listeners listen on Wednesday, but whenever you're listening to this, I hope it finds you in a well place. And if not, hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll feel a bit different. All right. But let me do a quick rundown here for those who are new to this podcast. I want to welcome you personally and just give you a little bit of insight. This podcast is really coaching conversations. That is my profession. That is something that I, I like to do to earn a living. Um, so we we use that uh, trade to design conversations here that will help you experience the life you were created to live. It's all about success. That's why it's called the mentality of success. And I believe that if you tune into this podcast, your life will improve. So that's my summary or quick rundown of what this podcast is about. And I always like to do that to give people an opportunity to decide if this is something for them, because I only want to create and give value to those who will value it. Um, and I like to give people an opportunity to say, you know what, I'm not either I'm not there yet or that's not something that's for me because this podcast is really geared and focused on the, I, I won't say high achievers because I, I for a long time was not a high achiever, but those who know they want to achieve more. They want to achieve more. They want to really live a life, a good life, the life that they were created and intended to live. So I really want to emphasize that because I, I think that's important to note. And I think it's a great segue into today's topic because this is one of my favorite words. <laughs> it's was, I, I think I feel like part of my entire business has been built around this word, which the word is potential. Now, have you ever had somebody or heard someone say this person has a lot of potential? And maybe they were talking about you. Maybe they were like, man, you have so much potential. I remember when I was in high school, my mom used to tell me this quite a bit. Because in high school, I was a proud C student. Actually, that probably goes back to middle school. High school, I got a little bit better because I discovered all the pretty girls were in the smarter groups. So I had to try a little harder. But Overall speaking, my heart and desire was 
to just my mom. Here's, here's what she would literally tell me. You just see how much you can do to get by. And I'm like, yes, mom, you get it. You understand the goal here. <laughs> I am not my cousin. He was like a straight A 4.0 student. He, I mean, he was killing it. And I mean, this is impressive because he, he came a long road from from when he was in elementary and not even really knowing how to how to read to being a top of the class student. Like that's how impressive my cousin was. And he was, you know, just great in athletics. And my mom would, you know, see she'd see his report card and all, all the A's on it. And she'd look at mine. I'd be like, well, mom, what 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 is the issue? I pass all my classes. That was my goal going in. My goal was to not fail. Okay? <laughs> like that was the goal. Let's get let's get the C. You, teacher, I need to know what do I need to do in this class in order to not see you next year? C, okay, that is the goal. And some of you are probably laughing because you were the same student. Like, school for me was social hour. Like, I, I want to go to meet my friends, talk, and hopefully not talk so much that I get, you know, sent to the office, okay? That was, that was like my daily goal. But I tell you all of that, that, that long <laughs> U-turn, I tell you all of that to say my mom had really good reason to look at me and, and always tell me you have so much potential. And I felt good about it. Like, hey, mom, at least you see I could do better. I, I don't feel impressed to reach that potential, but at least you and I know I could if I wanted to. All right. And I think that story really captures on, on some sort of the spectrum where a lot of us end up when it comes to this topic of potential. Like some of you have been told you have potential. Some of you have been that all A student and you still have felt like, man, am I really reaching or accessing my full potential? And so I think today's conversation will help everyone on that spectrum because there's something here for each and every person. And I want to give you kind of three things to focus on when it comes to potential. But the first thing I want to make known, and I, I want to emphasize this point, like potential, if you don't get anything else from this conversation, I want you to hear me clearly when I tell you this. I told you that story because I want you to understand that potential is what's possible. Potential is not guaranteed. What does that mean? That means you can have all the potential in the world, but it doesn't mean that you will reach it. Because potential is simply what is possible. Like I can, I don't know why this is coming to mind. You all know I get kind of crazy with the metaphor sometimes, but here's what's coming to mind. I can have a one of those biscuits. You know the biscuits that come in that tube that every time you go to open it, you get a little nervous because you know it's going to pop open, but you don't know when and it kind of freaks you out? Or maybe it's just me, but that thing, right? <laughs> the tube has nothing to do with my point, by the way. <laughs> but you get the darn biscuit out of there, right? And in your hand, it is a biscuit. It's an uncooked biscuit, which means it only has the potential to be a biscuit. And I hope this is making sense to someone. And I'm not giving you another off-the-wall analogy here. The biscuit... Is, is the same thing when we talk about, or the uncooked biscuit, let me be specific. 
The uncooked biscuit is the same thing when we talk about potential. That is, I think, a great image of potential. It hasn't been cooked yet. And you, so you really can't do anything with an uncooked biscuit. If you ever tried to eat an uncooked biscuit, I can guarantee you it will not be pleasant. Because in its raw form, it is only potential. So we have to establish that. Potential is what's possible. It is not what's guaranteed. If that biscuit never makes its way to a certain level of heat, it will never uh, bake, it will never rise, and it will never meet its potential. And the same is true in our life, and you're going to see that as we go through these three points. So three things I want you to know about potential. And, and, and what you desperately need to know about potential if you want to succeed. Because thankfully, that young boy who was just a C student and didn't really care for school, learning and all that good stuff. Thankfully, I, I grew and matured and began to access deeper levels of my potential to the point where I'm at a point in life now where I feel like I'm really accessing deeper and deeper levels of potential. And I want you to experience the same thing in your life. And so here's three things. And I almost started laughing because I said three, but if you, you can't see me right now, but I held up two fingers. I mean, three. Here's three, three points. OK, we already talked about potential is what's possible. It's not what's guaranteed. Now that we have that foundation, here are the things I need you to know. Number one, we have to recognize what our potential is is you have to recognize what your potential is if we don't recognize let me go back to my great analogy here if you don't know it's a biscuit you might put it in the fridge and expect it to you know meet its potential if you don't realize that it's heat that causes it to re reach its potential you may mistreat it the same thing is important in recognizing your own potential. If you don't recognize how far you could go, you won't be able to build the steps that it will take for you to reach there. Are you with me? Are you, are you, are you sticking with me? Some of you are getting hungry. We're talking about biscuits. I'm a country boy, so that's the best analogy I, I can think of right now. All right, a good old country biscuit. Every time you look at one, now you're going to think about your potential. I love it. But back to the point, you have to recognize. It's the first thing you desperately need to know if you want to succeed. If you want to succeed, you have to know and identify your potential. And there are several ways we can do this. I know I'll use my own personal life as I often like to do. Oftentimes, the, the best recognition that I, you know, received and was able to help identify my potential, it came from other people. I, I gave you an example of my mother recently, um, not recently, my mother earlier when I was talking about her kind of speaking into my life as a high school student and letting me know, hey, you, you could do more. But that also happened as I got older and I had friends and people in my network. Remember that third greatest currency? I had people in my network that would say, wow, man. You, you can, I don't know if you know it or not, but I could see you doing this. You have the potential to, to do this. I've often mentioned that the first time I ever spoke, for those of you who don't know, 
professionally I do I do keynotes and speaking and things like that. But the first time I ever spoke, it wasn't my own idea. It was someone that was listening to me communicate and said, you need to, I'm putting you down to speak next week. And I looked right at that person and said, no, you are not. Because as we've learned, speaking is one of the greatest fears people have, public speaking, not speaking in general, I hope. But public speaking is one of the greatest fears people have. And I, it was really no different for, for me at that point, not to mention I didn't think I had anything worth saying to people. But imagine if I, I would never have recognized that. I've been able to speak on large stages, big crowds. And I'm not saying that to impress you. I'm saying that to impress upon you that you need to recognize your potential. Because I, I learned after I started doing the speaking that it wasn't even for me. Sometimes I still didn't want to do it. But I realized that this is helpful and valuable and adds value to people's lives. And it's a form of service. And that's the thing you need to recognize first and foremost about your potential. Your potential, its greatest value is the fact that it is a form of service. So if you're like me and maybe you're still in that same mindset that I was in high school where you just want to do enough to get by, I, I implore you, I, I encourage you today to think of your potential a little differently. Think of your potential not just for you, but as a source of service for other people. And so it's important that you begin to reach that. It's important that you warm up the biscuit so other people can eat from it. This analogy is just getting weirder and, and more weird. I love it, though. Hopefully it's making sense. Maybe I'll use a tree in this in this case. Like your potential can be a little small plant that never grows into the great orange tree or apple tree or whatever fruit that you love best. Mango tree. We love mangoes in this house that other people can feed from. It can be a service to other people. It can be a service to your family, to your community, to your personal life. Me reaching my potential is the reason why I'm standing in a five bedroom home. And then when we first got here, it was just two of us. You're welcome, son, if you're listening to this years later. <laughs> but I hope you get my point. I'm, I, I want you all to know that I'm a country boy from southwest Florida who never did I see having some of the things, being able to experience some of the, the um, experiences and opportunities. But the more and more I grew into my potential and recognized my potential, let me say that first. The more and more I recognize my potential, the more and more these things came into my life. And I'm encouraging you today to recognize your potential. Man, I could have just did that point and went home, but I want to spend a few more minutes here. So let's get to number two, all right? Because you all know I love to run over. But number two here, the second thing you desperately need to know if you want to be successful and, and, and experience more of your potential, here's the second thing you need to do. You need to engage. You need to get to a level of engagement when it comes to your potential. And what does that mean, okay, when we talk about engaging your potential? Well, it's really a, a fancy word for experience. You need to gain some experience. Activate it. 
if you don't engage your potential meaning, if you don't start to build some momentum and begin to push that, you know, let's pretend your potential is this big boulder, this big, you know, rock. If you don't begin to engage, put hands on that thing and start to gain some momentum to move it. You'll never see how far you can go. Or let's say it's not a solid object. Let's say it's something that you can like, like you can penetrate. Like what? Like, like, let's say it's like water. And you dive into your potential and the more you engage, the deeper you go. And the more you explore. Now, I hope this is making sense. When I, I and this reminds me of when I first started like working what some would call a real job, but when I first started to, you know, expand my wings beyond my comfort zone, because I, like, for instance, I, I worked at a college for a while, and I was just doing like intramural sports and doing a lot of leading with the you know students success teams and services teams. But that was things I felt very comfortable in. I'd been there for five years. I knew it very well. But then I transitioned into more corporate, like buttoned up environments, suit every day. And and, and here's the thing. I said at one point while I was at the college, man, I want to have a job where I have to wear a suit every day. Be careful what you wish for. Because that came about, and now I'm in these corporate circles, and it is challenging me now. Because I have to be a little more, I have to be a lot more polished. If you don't know what polished means, it's just kind of a corporate word for like professional. I had to increase my professional like aptitude and and acumen. And so that forced me to engage more of my potential. Because it's not that I was incapable of being a great professional. It's that I had never engaged that side of my potential. And here's why it's important to gauge your potential, because when you do that, you can create a benchmark of where you are when it comes to your potential. Like, let's say, let's say that when we talk about engaging your potential, let's say that your potential is represented one to a hundred as a numerical representation of your potential. When you engage your potential, you know, out of that hundred percent of your potential, are you at 50 Are you at 40? Are you at 60? Are you at 70? Because number one, you had someone speaking to your your life, which helps you recognize your potential. And then when you engage that, you see, okay, how far or close am I to where I think my potential could take me? And this happened for me as I began to get in these corporate circles. I began to see leaders who were making 10 times what I was making but when I would sit in a room with them, I realized I'm not I'm not that far away from them. Like there's things that I know in this room that they they don't know or skills that I have that they don't possess that would actually make them better at their job. And it's not to get caught in comparison. I'm not saying that you do this to compare yourself. I'm saying you do this to measure how much further you need to grow to reach deeper levels. And when you have people around you that force you to engage into deeper levels of your potential, it brings your your recognition even greater into what you need to do to accomplish more. Because remember, the goal here is service. So when I'm looking across the table and thinking, man, that 
that chief executive officer, that's encouraging because I just seen them make a, a huge blunder. And I, before I got into this corporate circle, I didn't think that people at this level made those kind of mistakes. And we use that data not to bash people or judge people. We use it as encouragement to our potential. I feel a little more confident that maybe I can continue moving forward and not be afraid to make mistakes because I see it happens. Like, is this making sense? I hope so. I hope you're in between all the jokes and, and weird analogies that you're seeing how these things build on each other and why you desperately need to know how to recognize your potential and then begin to engage it so you can create a benchmark of where you are in your potential and how much further you can go. And that, my friends, leads to the last thing you need to know. The last thing you need to know when it comes to your potential is in the form of a question. And here's the question. When it comes to your potential, what would need to happen for you to reach deeper levels of your potential? What would need to happen? Again, we talked about your, your potential being representative of a numerical scale, 1 to 100. Let's say you're at, you're at 40. That means you have a 60% kind of margin there of space that you can reach deeper into. I want you to think, what are the barriers? If you're at 40 and you know you go all the way to 100% of your potential, what would be the barrier to get you from 40 to 50? Or actually, let's think smaller, more micro. What would be the barrier that's stopping you from getting from 40 to 45? What's the barrier that's stopping you from getting from 45 to 50? And what does this look like in your life? I'll give you some examples. For me, well, actually, let me back up because I, I want to make an overall concept, conceptual kind of point here. The reason why it's important to know what are the barriers between where you are in your potential and where you, you know, could be, here's why it's important. And this all kind of bubbles up back to that recognition piece. Because as you go into these, as you get down deeper into these three, your recognition expands even more. And here's where it's at at this, at this point. You need to know where you are and where you could be because there, there's an overall like expiration date on your, on your potential. Like overall speaking, there's an expiration date. And I'm going to give you the, the I'm going to, what we call, we call it, I'm going to like cure the curiosity here. I want to remove the suspense. That overall expiration date is when you die. Like, that's it. You're done. There's no more time to reach your potential, okay? So if you're still breathing, by now, you're in good shape, okay? You're past that first expiration point. But there's another one as well because our potential also operates oftentimes in segments. When I was in high school and I loved playing basketball, there was a certain level of skill set potential that I could reach during those four years. And once I graduated, there was no more opportunity to reach high school level ball skill. This making sense? There are areas, there, there are segments and seasons in your life where if you don't recognize the opportunity you have to really maximize your potential, that season will pass 
And it doesn't mean you have to live with regrets, but it does mean that you may have left some some potential on the table. I can think back to high school and I know instead of when I was out, you know, chasing girls, I could have been in the gym getting up jump shots. And I think I got a lot of them up, but I'm just seeing some of the that 5% more, 10% more. The recognition of potential and engaging deeper levels of it. And it's very important to recognize what season you're in. And going back to this third point, what are the barriers? Like what what is standing in the way? What would need to happen for you to reach greater levels of your potential in whatever season you're in? Because you may just be in a season that had, that does have an expiration date. We never know. It could be in our relationships. There's a few more conversations I wish I would have had with my grandmother and got more potential out of that relationship. There's a few more things I, I, I wish I would have studied to help me, you know, maybe in my profession. And again, none of this is for regret. It's recognition so we can engage deeper. So when we look at, you know, what would happen or what would need to happen so we can reach deeper levels, we can act on it. And it's real time. We don't have to look back. We can do it in the present. And I know there are things today, there are things right now that you can think of, a season right now that you're in where there's more. There's more for you to reach. There's more for you to do. There's more for you to unlock. There's greater depths for you to engage. And I want to encourage you to not miss out on that. You desperately need to know this so you can apply all three of these things and get the most out of whatever season you're in and just get the most overall out of your life, out of your service. And so to recap before I get on out of here, those are the three things that I desperately want you to know about your potential. Number one, you need to recognize your potential, whether it's someone else speaking into your life or you seeing it yourself. Number two, you need to engage more of your potential. If we put your potential on a 1 to 100 scale, you need to know where you're at. Where are you at on that scale? And what's the gap? How much further could you go? And then number three, in the form of a question, what would need to happen for you to go, for you to do it? Is it recognizing the season and the expiration date that might be on that season? I have a son who might only be in this house for 18 years. I have There may be an expiration date that I have to really influence, guide, teach, train. So every day I'm thinking potential. And that may be in your profession. It might be in your relationships. It might be in your physical health. Whatever it is, my encouragement to you today is to apply these three things so that you can reach deeper levels of your potential, which will cause you to go into greater heights of the success that you were created to live. All right. That's it for me this week, y'all. I love you all, and I, I hope that you have a fantastic rest of your day or week. But thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget, make sure you share this value. If you, if you find it to be valuable to your life, make sure you share it to others, all right? Again, I'll see you all right back here, same place, same time, next week, reminding you that success is your destiny. Oh, <laughs>